0: What did I just say? Hey, I'm Carrie
1: and I'm Sarah, and, and we're too do to track. We yes. were really good-ish. That was, yeah, we both remembered. We're we did it. Oh my god, and we fucking did it. Sorry, Krista. She's gonna be so mad.
0: Let's I do am. it. Let's do it. All right, tonight, Sarah and I will be talking about. Conscience of the King.
1: Yes, and I think it's a Shakespeare quote.
0: It is. That's what she says later.
1: Yeah, you but even I'm said curious... it while
0: she was saying it.
1: Yeah, but I'm curious, like which Shakespeare play it's from. That's what I'm trying to figure out. But i just comes up with Star Trek. So who cares, guys? It doesn't matter because the Shakespeare in this episode's kind of bullshit. But let's talk about it.
0: I'm googling.
1: You're googling it.
0: Yep.
1: I like when you Google. Wherein it those, it's the, 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 Hamlet. Yeah. <laughs> it's Hamlet. Okay. Yeah. It is actually... Act Two,
0: Scene Two, page twenty-four, wherein Shit. I'll catch the conscience the of cons- the king. Of
1: the king. murder
0: has no tongue. Whatever. Um. Yeah. That's it's yeah. Hamlet.
1: I mean, that makes sense.
0: Not to me because I don't know Shakespeare. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm the. Yeah. What am I talking about? okay here's where we're gonna start guys I love Shakespeare I yeah. don't know it that well I took a Shakespeare class in high school I had a lot of fun like I just there's things about it that, okay I
0: don't love, you also love Shakespeare in love I've never seen that
1: what I know I'm Sandra. crazy I know I'm actually surprised.
0: Currently, I, we have been very good friends for quite some time, and
1: I am taken aback. I what? I it's craziness. I've never seen yeah. Shakespeare in Love. I have seen numerous Kenneth Branagh films, and he is a Shakespearean actor. So That's not the same
0: thing. Well, I've seen Hamlet
1: no. with Kenneth Branagh.
0: Not the same thing. I've um, seen Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead um more obscure so it counts but still not
1: the same thing (laughs) but i haven't seen shakespeare in love
0: i know you're you're getting cred i'm just i'm i'm shocked i'm i'm surprised so that's the title of the show
1: (laughs) the conscience of the king 20 minutes in (laughs) with title okay good okay so this um i don't know if you guys could tell this episode is very shakespeare heavy yeah we start out at a play and but we don't necessarily know that uh a man is stabbing another man and then he pulls up the knife and there's blood all over his hands and i think like blood on the hands is very Macbeth. it's but
0: this is like you they open the scene and there's a dude laying in a bed with his eyes closed. And then there's yeah. another dude above him and there's a clean knife. And then he plunges this knife down and then he pulls it up and then his hands are covered in blood. And it it doesn't track to me. None of it yeah. tracks to me. But that's what happens. Um, and so... And Sarah and I had accidentally seen this because we use the Netflix party thing. Yeah. Um. And it it's just like Netflix. It'll keep playing the next episode if you yeah. don't stop it in time of like nobody's paying attention and maybe you're trying to finish your notes or maybe you just quit giving a fuck about what's happening. Um. So we had seen that and we we're like, oh, what is what? that? There's somebody was dead.
1: Die right away.
0: But they're not. I- it's a play. No. It's yeah, Macbeth. it's not a real death. It's Macbeth.
1: It's Macbeth. Not a real death.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was going to go to white guy Reb, Not a real death. It's just Macbeth.
1: Yeah. I like white guy rap. <laughs> which is where we're at. Yeah. Uh, and Kirk says, interesting. Which, by the way, it's really not that interesting. It's a pretty boring depiction of Macbeth or whatever.
0: All uh, of the Shakespeare in this is like like almost obscenely overacted dude it's it's so because all of shakespeare from what i've gathered like it's supposed to be you act like this is like this is the time the things you're saying are present time and you're just acting like you're pretending you're a character but this they're like
1: to be or not to be
0: like it's so <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, and they don't use from what I can tell, and I admittedly, I don't know Macbeth that well, but they don't use like particularly like notable lines from Shakespeare. Like it's yeah. all like the random shit that happens in the middle of each act that you don't remember because it's like Ex- unless you've been in the play,
0: <laughs> yeah, after after the dude, like pulls his hands up and he they're covered in blood somehow yeah. miraculously. He walks to a door, and he does and then, some
1: Shakespeare stuff.
0: Yeah, and then I, he like goes out the door, and then
1: Lady Macbeth is there, and that's not gross yet, but it'll get gross.
0: Yeah, right now it seems fine.
1: Yeah. So, um, what's this what is what when did-
0: I re- this is when I refer you to the Instagram post that I posted because <laughs> right now it seems okay what you're right seeing. Right now on it's screen. not gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally okay, but it gets so less okay.
1: It really does real fast. So what what we're supposed to be paying attention to in this scene is uh, Kurt and somebody in the audience who I am not going to lie to you guys. I'm I am very bad at faces, but also like you only see this guy from like the side of his face. And I don't
0: disagree it, with you. It looked like
1: bones. it looked like bones. I because was like blue on. Yeah. And like in my brain, I was like, Bones is in the audience with him because why would he be in the audience of a Shakespeare play with some random guy? Yeah. And
0: he's he's got blue on, he's got darker hair, like brunette hair, and it's sort of the same style. Like you definitely think I also thought it was him. Yeah, I'm not wrong.
1: He's very like into this. He's like so intense. And he's like, watch him. Watch Macbeth. And we don't know who this guy is yet, but Spoilers, his name is Tom. Uh and so Macbeth like goes through the door and he starts talking to Lady Macbeth and she does her like, is he dead? Is blah 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 dead? And they have the conversation about blood on the hands. And he says, that voice, this is the guy in the audience, that voice. Um, that's that's him, the man on the stage, that's Kodos. And of course, we don't know what any of that means this moment yeah then you're again you're only seeing this guy i think this is kind of important to note you're only seeing him from the right side and you're only getting his profile yep. he never turns yeah it's that's all you see and then kirk is just like he looks kind of confused at this point and i think he he might say something about how kodos is dead but the guy's like i am certain that that is kodos and then we go into the intro i can't believe we're just now at the intro
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ, we're, this is like half an hour in. Oh, you poor sons of bitches.
1: So much happened. I I really like Shakespeare. so yes, I don't like this particular episode too much. I love the Shakespeare aspect and I love the you guys will get to it aspect, but yep, the rest of it. So we're at a captain's log. Uh, they have confirmed they they basically diverted from their course. Uh, by a few light years, because they had a confirmed discovery of a new synthetic food that was going to solve hunger on a planet, and so Kirk is
0: so exciting. Of course, he's going to divert from their mission yeah. to be like, "Fuck yeah! I could we can save like so many people and so much shit because we have a new thing that will prevent starvation."
1: Oh yeah, let's go. Cool. Now Kirk's finding out that that's not the reason they diverted course. Bullshit. It was bullshit. Flies. He was brought there by Tom, who's his old friend. And the whole time we're in this conversation with him in Tom's house, you're only seeing the right side of his face still. Mm -hmm. And he's like very certain that this is Kodos. And Kirk's like, do you realize that you pulled me light years off course with a lie?
0: light years away three light years off course
1: yeah and he's not happy about it and tom is like i know that voice and i know what he did that's kodos and they call him like kodos the something or other what do they call him
0: i have no idea i didn't write that down
1: it doesn't matter guys we'll get to it later he's he's like he's got a name that's how bad he is like (laughs) but K
0: people butchered
1: yeah, like the 4,000 people were killed, but I don't think, do we know that yet? I don't think we do. No, no,
0: we do because he's, so it's Signia Miners is where they're at. New material, will get rid of starvation. I thought they were he on Planet lied. Q.
1: That's what Sp- that Spock says later that they're on Planet Q.
0: Well, maybe they go there later, but they're on Signia Minor right now. I promise.
1: Oh, I think that's just at some sort of, because I went back because he said that we took the players from Planet Q.
0: Oh no, we they so here's the captain's log is 2817.6 starship diverted, even though I wrote deverted, diverted. diverted. <laughs> I don't know why. And it's Signia Minor, new material will get rid of starvation. And then it says he lied, it's Kodos. Yeah, Kodos so, is dead. Are you
1: sure? Yeah. Kirk is satisfied that Kodos is dead. He says that a couple yeah. times. I'm sure. Yeah, of he's it.
0: like, Jim's like four thousand people were butchered pretty brunette said but i can't tell that to him martha her name martha. is
1: martha <laughs> can't
0: tell can't tell him anything jim and then yeah, we see the wife yep dude has half a
1: face oh yeah so okay so here's what happens with that um so tom says that he remembers that voice and what he did and um they he says like you and I are some of the only people who witnessed him like you have to remember and then he says this is really good he says that voice that bloody thing that he did and then he turns his face and yeah. you see that you see really nothing you see that half of his face is covered in like this weird velcro, velcro. eye patch but just yeah. like it's, the whole it's, thing. it's
0: on his eye socket it covers over it's like they yeah. They paper mache his face shape and then put Velcro on top of it. But yeah. not like either of the sides of Velcro that matter. The outside of Velcro. It's it's the the outside. It just looks like, exactly like that.
1: The side that you would face to the fabric and then sew on so no one had to see it. That's <laughs> what it was like. Yep. Yeah. That's so, the one. Uh Kirk says that he has to figure out how to he has to go home and figure out how to enter this into his log um and then uh tom tells him well you know if kodos is really dead then we're gonna have a ghost for dinner tomorrow and tells him his plans to invite him over for dinner so we go to um Kirk, and he's looking up some history in a compu- in the computer, so we also get um, Luxwana's beautiful voice here. It's the
0: and- library. He's like, library. Oh, yeah. library.
1: Yeah. Library.
0: Tell me these things.
1: These things. And he explains all of the bad stuff that Kodos did at this point, and it's like, 4,000 people died. It was 20 years ago. So at this point, Kirk's like, okay, well now let's look up all of this information on Anton Caridian, who is the that Tom is saying is Kodos, and so they're like, okay, well, this actor started his troupe. Um, he had a daughter who's nineteen years nineteen years old. Guys. Okay, we're not. We're saving
0: the indignation. This is a bullet okay. point. though.
1: she's nineteen she years old.
0: Nineteen. Doesn't she matter at
1: current all. Current
0: age of nineteen for no particular reason. Later, for no particular
1: reason, would that be upsetting? Okay. <laughs> Um yeah. and so he is comparing all this information and then he says okay well where is this information on uh Caridian prior to 19 years ago and the computer's like well there isn't any like all that's on here is from 20 years forward bum, bum, bum. I know and then he compares a picture of them both and they don't, they don't look dissimilar but they don't Yeah, they're not the same person he's like 20 years older They definitely look like they could
0: be related but they don't look like they don't don't make it obvious that it's clearly the same person. One of them is youngish, and the other
1: one is their eyes aren't the same they're in the same place. Kind of balding white guys-ish. Yeah. Like I wouldn't be able to tell them apart. No. But that's not saying a lot. No it
0: isn't. It's not. They, They didn't look the same to me. But they were definitely the same person to Sarah.
1: Yeah. Like Sarah would have been like. But one of them had a beard. That's bonus. Yeah. One one of them had had
0: a a beard and one of them didn't. She would have been like, those aren't the same. Those aren't the same person. (laughs) Probably not (laughs) the same guy. Two different people if one of them had a beard and one of them (laughs) They did not to me look like the same exact person. No. But it was 20 years variance. And Sarah pointed out later, like, if we can do what we can do with plastic surgery
1: now. Now.
0: Yeah. also, I'm going to bring up, like, why wouldn't he have gotten Changed really good? his face?
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: He could have been like, I'm going to look like Spock. Ooh, yeah. From now on. Like, that's, <laughs> that's it. That's I'm Spock now. Now I look like Spock. <laughs> yeah. I I assume, like, we can do some really fucking imaginary like, really good things with plastic surgery right now. But, you know, it really catches up to you. But at the time, it looks pretty
1: solid. So why didn't Absolutely. he, like,
0: I just
1: changed his like that. face a little better. I maybe he did. But speaking of Spock, guess who walks in, guys? Spock walks in. And Spock walk. It's a Spock, Spock walk. walk. Spock walk. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. And then Kirk says, "Like, so you know Tom? He actually calls him Doctor, whatever his last name is that I didn't write yeah. down. And he's like, and like you think he's." he's pretty like, do you, would you consider him prone to fancy? And Spock's like, ah, I'd consider him occasionally brilliant. And yeah, then he,
0: he's, he says, do you, I, I feel like this doctor, like, I, I think he's empirical, steady and good. Do you disagree? Okay. And Spock okay, is yeah. like, well, I think he's um pretty brilliant. So does that answer yeah. your question?
1: Yeah, like, well, and then, and then Kirk says, and he has a long memory, and Spock's like, well, I can't, I can't speak to that, but I can tell you that, you know, he's, he's got the occasional brilliance, and, like, he definitely doesn't say that he is, would be prone to fancy or in any way crazy. Like, um,
0: he's definitely, like, if Spock is pretty much backing him up. Yeah. solid.
1: Yeah, and so at this point, Kirk says, I think we're going to stay on this planet a little longer, and we go to... The dinner party that was happening here, and this is where the ewes start ewing. Start. We
0: start. We begin the ewes. We
1: begin the ewes. They get ewier later yeah. on. Uh, so but- at the at the party, he starts talking to Martha. Martha is Tom's wife, I'm pretty sure. She was in the previous scene with them. She said that you can't talk anything into Tom, blah blah blah. And she says, Oh, he's in town right now. And like immediately, Kirk gets distracted because there's a pretty blonde chick, right? Yeah.
0: He walks to the door, like he grabs a drink and he's like, Oh, hanging out. And then he sees this pretty blonde girl come in. And then mm-hmm. he, my notes say, uh, Kirk gets dumb.
1: I put distracted by blonde chick, basically the same note. Kirk
0: sees girl,
1: gets yeah. dumb. Yep, and she he finds out that she's the daughter, and she's like, is that drink for me? And he's like, I guess it is now. Like, guys and gals, nobody. If I know Kirk's not real, but if you are ever at a party with a Captain Kirk-like gentleman, don't fucking take a drink from you, him. You
0: really, Sarah is biased in hating Kirk, but you really mm. should never take a drink from somebody that you don't really trust and value and knows yeah. that values you as a person. So if you walk into a door and somebody hands you a drink, like there's a little bit of you that's going to be like, "Fuck, yeah, this must be a really cool party." But like the real person that doesn't want to be goofy should be like, "I'll get my own drink." Like I got this. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm capable of just going over there and pouring my own shit. Like he she she doesn't even question she's like oh is that mine he's like uh thank you i mean first of all no it wasn't that's my drink but also i guess you're pretty so have this but yeah never ever ever take a drink from somebody that you don't know like that's so roofy territory
1: yeah it was i wouldn't have done it but then somebody walks by with a tray of drinks and he just grabs another one for himself so
0: I also actually I, I just realized this because I'm drunk. I definitely would have taken that drink. I would have drank it. Yeah,
1: I mean, I probably <laughs> would have too. But I would have like I would have had friends around to take care of me. And from what we know, yes. she doesn't, and she doesn't know this guy. I mean, I. I mean, all of her crew is there,
0: but we yeah, don't actually know dad. if they like each other. We we don't know that at all. Yeah. They never. They never show any of the other no cast members. Only these two, the dad and. Her, and Tec- that's it.
1: Technically they show the other parts of the I'm going to call them the players because that's a Shakespeare thing and it's the easiest way I can think to do this. So the only other players you see are in the play. Yeah. They, they are never outside of it Mm-mm. except for her and her dad. Yeah. So she takes his drink and he says I was really hoping to see your father and she's like well he never attends these kind of events. Then he points out that she played Lady Macbeth, which and is
0: it- so fucked up.
1: Ew. Whoa. Look, is there not one other fucking woman that you could get closer to your own goddamn age to play that Me. character? It's like, you, not you, your daughter that you didn't you you give have birth to-, to. You don't have to have well, any he didn't. idea what happens
0: in Macbeth. None at all. It doesn't matter what the story is. She, as his daughter. Played his wife. His wife.
1: Like that's that's so fucked up. There is the slightest chance that I'm wrong and Lady Macbeth wasn't married to Macbeth, but I know that I'm not. <laughs> like, <laughs> I haven't I haven't actually seen Macbeth since high school, which was a long Godless. time ago. Like they, there's, <laughs> it, it's
0: not. They definitely don't present. The idea of Macbeth and Lady Macbeth as a dude and his daughter doing no, dude and daughter no, stuff. No, it's
1: definitely his wife. It 100% is. Like, oh, it's so, like, and I get it. Like, you're players. You only have so many people to play the roles. But, like, there had to be me. one other
0: woman. Oh. Any of them.
1: Yeah. Or somebody younger, not you, could have played Macbeth. Like, yeah. they have somebody else playing Hamlet later on spoilers so either way
0: yeah it's um just like this is so we we introduced the Ooh, and like this is where the second part of like oh no comes no. in and then it just gets worse for, it i'm does. sorry spoilers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> basically they start having this already creepy conversation because like i think that technically he at this point he's just trying to get information out of her um but it's like super flirty and uncomfortable and like we know that Kirk is at least 11 years older than the guy from the corbomite maneuver who was yeah. new to the starship who mm-hmm. let's just be generous and say you only have to go through 2 years of schooling after high school graduated high school when he's 18 gets Ooh. on the starship when he's 20. That makes Kirk 31 and he's fucking like that's like a generous. He's older than 31. He's he is, in his mid 30s. But late 30. to
0: interject, Google just made college like a whole college experience into 6 months.
1: Yeah. I thought on the Intertron. Okay. I got one for you. Okay. We know before he was captain of the Enterprise that he was a professor. He was a professor. Like he's older older. oh yeah he is like he is not i am an appropriate age to date this 19 year old like to be
0: making these lovey googly eyes yeah they're not they're not
1: courting yet but he asks if she has plans after this and she's like we have more performances planned and he's like you were very impressive lady macbeth yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says he wants to see her again and my notes are basically just ew, 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 ew. Just like little, little, uh, yeah so they decide to like go on this date and things get they get a little bit ridiculous here they're like outside um yeah so the date and- is they walk outside that's basically what it is, and but she's changed outfits at this time. Oh, she is now. I
0: hate. I hate this. <laughs> Star Trek has done amazing things, and I've loved a lot of them. But this one is the actual <laughs> fucking worst. Oh, you know what it is? I oh fuck. What is that? It is. Um, bearded away.
1: Is that one of the things? Bearded away is amazing.
0: But like, there's like dudes wearing all black except for their faces are white.
1: Oh, yeah, like no face.
0: Yeah, that's that's what she has on. It's, it's her veil. She's got this, like... It's very... not a veil. Veils go over top.
1: I guess. It's like a muumuu veil, It's but the face is open.
0: She has, <laughs> like, this, like, shitty under... You don't even see the under thing hardly, but over top of her, she just has this, like...
1: Black. It's black because she's in mourning because she had to go on a date with Kirk.
0: I would assume so. But yeah, it's only amazing. her it's it just circles her face. It ovals her face and then hangs down. And then she has this brightly colored dress and then these silver leggings, which I hate. They're I'm like sorry.
1: Sparkly. They're sparkly glitter. I love them.
0: They like, are. And again, I want to point Carrie out they are different. Well, this is I think that they are okay in their time and place. This is not fucking it. Nothing that she does in this episode. Is the time or place for these? For things. what
1: she's done? Yeah. Nothing was form fitting. It was all flowing around her. And they were having, like, I guess what this should have been a very romantic moment. And Le- she says, You're different now than you were in there. And she's like, I'm Weirdly coming on to him. And my notes after that are just, you, 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 you. And then you see a dead guy in the background. And yeah. no spoilers, but like, there's some foreshadowing here. There's definitely a reason that Kirk is here to find this body.
0: Yes. It's not Hence, an accident.
1: No. So we have this dead guy and he runs over to him and he's like, it's Tom. Like the guy that was supposed to be in town, his friend. With got the that's, my, that's my
0: dude. That's my buddy. That's and my he buddy. did.
1: And you know how oh. nowadays when things make sense, you would probably call the cops if he found a dead body that's apparently not what they do here (laughs) they i hate this so much
0: (laughs) because they like they they see the dead body and that's pretty much what happens and then they flash back to the house where kirk may or may not have roofied that girl we don't know she drank it anyhow we
1: don't even know where she is anymore
0: yeah but like they put the dead guy down on a couch, and we come to the scene and they're pulling a blanket up over his eyes, like his face like you do, yeah, like when people die, his and it's just so, wife is doing it, yeah, his, it's so fucking weird. Why did you carry the dead body
1: from into the, the outside?
0: House. You know he was killed. This is a crime scene. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Why'd you put him on the couch? He's evidence <laughs> like. This whole thing here, everything that you just fucked up to bring this man into yeah. your house and put him on the couch. Well, and you they- know, this, this is getting a little dark, but I know it for a fact. When you die, you release your bowels.
1: Oh, and yeah. And so
0: they picked up this guy who's probably poopy
1: pants. <laughs> poopy pants, guys. <laughs> and they put it on the couch. That woman has to clean up poopy pants couch.
0: <laughs> but so yeah, they like put they pick up poopy pants, and put them on the couch, cover them with a blanket. Like, bros, why? Because you know they're gonna do something with the body after. I don't know. Oh, it's the future. Is... They'll make a diamond with him. But why yeah. would you put him on the couch?
1: Why isn't he like Adam Morg being investigated? Like they know this is foul play. This is a like, murder. Like, if, even if it wasn't Kodos, even if it had nothing to do with all of the suspicions that he had previously, people don't just end up dead outside their houses by styrofoam rocks that we and didn't drink Even for. if they do, they have a
0: coroner come in and be like, hey,
1: this guy died.
0: died of natural causes, and it sucked. He had a real fucking giant aneurysm, and that's so weird. Yeah. But don't put him on your couch because that's disgusting.
1: Like yeah, like yeah, like I'll take him. Don't worry, I'll take care of this. How would you yeah. like me to
0: dispose of this body? Yeah, what are you, do you guys you're gonna bury him somewhere? Either do you want, way, do you want a tree? I don't know, but yeah. like, you never ever fucking touch a dead body. You never are put we, it on the couch.
1: Are we donating this one to science? Yeah, because
0: is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I have
1: good calls. Um. They are his wife covers his face and she talks to Kirk. Like, I understand that I'm a very emotional person, but my husband just dies. I am not in a position where I can have this conversation that just happened like no fucking way. So she says, well, at least he's at peace now. But why would anybody kill him if this wasn't true? And Kirk's just like, I'm going to find out. And she like turns around and is like, this is where she starts crying into Kirk's like stupid, giant ribcage. And then she does
0: not cry into his (laughs) ribcage. She starts crying and like falls against him and emotional blah, blah, blah. And then she like... Kind of, it looks, the first watch through, we thought that he kind of threw her like off. Like, pushed but,
1: her away? But... but I
0: think she was, like, pushing off of him to run away. Yeah.
1: like, she's, like, leaving.
0: Yeah, it was, it. but no, the whole thing was shitty, though, because definitely, like, if somebody had brought my dead husband onto the couch, yeah. and then I covered up with a blanket, I wouldn't be like, I knew that things were blah, 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 but I wouldn't yeah. think, like, blah, blah, blah. I would probably just uh, find a knife to slit all the bitches that came like, near i would have been like the person? yeah that
1: I this is this is my yeah. husband and he's dead i'm so mad about You would have been like was that fucking kodos i'm gonna go fucking yeah. kill kodos i'm gonna fuck him up
0: i will fuck you, god bitches. damn it i will make him suffer jesus
1: christ i will kill some people yeah
0: and yeah. maybe or like alternatively i could have been like Uncontrollably weepy, but you don't get to have like a rational conversation. Like when somebody that you love for all eternity, as far as you're aware, dies, you don't be like, I mean, he was really off, but I didn't think he was like gonna die off. Yeah,
1: (laughs) if like, why would anybody have killed him if he wasn't on to something? Like, there you go, murder. Like, Like,
0: you know what? I'm not gonna do, Sarah. I'm not gonna progress the plot
1: no i wouldn't either that's (laughs) That's that's what i am not
0: capable of i could not progress the plot in my morning
1: that should have been someone else's job not his grieving widow anybody (laughs) anybody. so kirk's gonna find out who it was and he calls his um done it yeah he calls his uh ship secretary uhura (laughs) who she really should be more than this but all she does is transfer his call to the other ship that he requests and he's like, operator, hey, operator, yeah, operator. But she, like, she should be more. She is so talented, so amazing. We find that out later on. I love her. Either way, he gets transferred. Which you know what? Pretty amazing and talented. And all I really do is answer calls and emails. So I guess I get it.
0: <laughs> this all <laughs> tracks, actually. It's
1: <laughs> that's all women get out of yeah. this life. Um. <sighs> He gets transferred over to this other ship, and he's like, "Hey, guys, I know you're scheduled to pick up these actors, but could you maybe not and don't tell anybody I said this?" and the and the other guy's just like, "Sure. Why not? And if you guys want to check me on that, go watch the episode because that's legit what happens. And then he's like, "Okay, cool, don't tell anyone bye." And then he beams aboard the Enterprise and we're back on the ship.
0: Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: then we're back on the ship and spock like we're on the bridge Spock's there he's logical and kirk's just like oh i think we're due for a pickup and then uh spock's like uh what like he definitely gets confused he's like are we getting passengers that i didn't know about some kind of
0: I- cargo that's not some- on the Registered. This is here, here
1: on this list that I'm looking at. Because what we I... learned
0: here right now is that Spock is the one who actually knows what the fuck is going on. This yeah, <laughs> and has no Yeah, he has no idea. Spock's the one who's like, "Oh wow, that's so I not um, right." I I view all of the logs, and this is not in uh, any of them, any and of I don't them? understand why. Uh, what is it, and what's happening, and uh, what do I have to do? He's like the mom. He's like what really i have to is. do yeah um is it you have to like at least tell me what we're dealing with so i can prepare for this because if it's cargo i have to make room if it's a person <laughs> i
1: have to make a room like it's
0: <laughs> i you
1: didn't tell me any of this was happening and yeah, i am um, not prepared
0: i am not prepared the ship is not prepared we are yes. not prepared <laughs>
1: But it doesn't, it ends up not really mattering. But um Uhura says, uh, Miss Caridian has beamed up and she wants to see you. And Kirk's just like, oh, send her to the bridge. And so jumps over to the transporter room. And you see her in this weird fur dress thing and she's led out of the transporter room to the bridge. And we jump back I and Spock's it. like, oh, I hate it. We're going to talk about it when she walks onto the bridge. But uh Spock's how did you know that was gonna happen and kirk's just like uh i'm the captain that's a legit quote that's all the explanation he gives um i'm the captain yeah so at that point she walks onto the bridge and she is wearing (laughs) i hate it (laughs) i'm gonna gonna have you talk about it just because of how much you hate it
0: it's imagine if you will a fur coat but not a real fur coat cuz no. that's cruel. Um it's it's a fur jacket but it ha- it's off the shoulder. It has like arm straps. It it definitely comes together in the middle and it's bluish, purplish, grayish. And there's a giant yellow brooch where it's,
1: it's I think clasping together. Yeah, it's okay. So the brooch I actually do know like this is what it looks like, guys. It is a she drew a
0: picture. She drew a picture. I
1: did. It's a giant oval tiger's eye. That is like the the shitty ass stone that they used. And it's surrounded by pearls. Yeah. And it is placed directly between her breasts like holding the off the shoulders together. The whole thing
0: together. I I really think that they just pinned the rest of it together cuz I think it really yeah. could have been a jacket.
1: Or like Like, a shawl. Like a or like a it's not a shawl.
0: It's definitely a jacket and not a shawl or a stole. It's very jacket. But the top is just like off the shoulder. It's like a circle that goes from her chest around the back and the rest of the jacket is sewn on. She absolutely cannot raise her arms at any point in time. Cause if no. she does, the whole thing's going to come apart. The whole thing, the whole damn show blows apart. Like it's... I have a,
1: a dead animal clothing question for you. Yes. What are the things called that just wrap around your shoulders and like cinch in the middle between your breasts, but are off the shoulder? What are that, those called?
0: I think that's a stole. A
1: stole. Okay, yeah. So it's like she has that over a yes. fur mini dress.
0: Yes, but there's thing. nothing like nothing hangs down in the middle no, from the stole. No. It just it just connects to the fur mini dress, which does not do what I assume is a very nice frame. Any
1: favors,
0: which was yeah why I think it was a bad choice.
1: Do we want to talk about what she was wearing along with that fur? God thing? damn it! I hate <laughs> it so much. <laughs> She had
0: the <laughs> silver leggings, like <laughs> pantyhose leggings, which I know, again, Sarah, I know you love them, and I know that they have their place in society, and I could definitely imagine them being very cute, but she put them with, like, silver strappy kitten heels, and the whole thing just looks stupid. Like, why? Why? I, I get real mad. It's I so don't bad. know. <laughs> no, it's so well, bad, especially okay. because, like, I know, like the tiger eye pearl thing which was a travesty in the beginning why would you put that on this gray blue fur and then pair it with silver and then silver like i like
1: none of the like honestly i thought the fur was brown but like it either way doesn't matter it was bad it was like bad everything about it didn't work
0: together but it's
1: the future so it could have been in style then (laughs)
0: well they were wrong
1: i'm gonna speed us up because we have gone on so many tangents so she is explaining to kirk how uh her her ride got canceled and she's got all of these shows to go to and she's like we could really use a good samaritan at the moment and he says oh well you know the regulations are clear about people we can take aboard and a, I don't know what the regulations are. They are not very clear to me.
0: they don't say what the regulations no. are. They're just like, no, regulations, pretty clear. Can't do she it. She
1: says that she'll trade a performance for the crew. Oh,
0: what is... if I give you this?
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. But like, he first he says, what do you have to trade? Which is kind of creepy. Yeah. And she says a performance for the crew. And he's like, how could I say no to this? And Carrie and I had this conversation a little earlier. I do think it's worth bringing back around. Um, Carrie asked, like, if the like, how does this get around your regulations? And um, we kind of decided that even though we know for a fact at this point that the Ferengi's are not part of the Federation, like maybe they're just taking a little something out of the Ferengi rules, you know.
0: Yeah, like maybe you know they've the been word. exposed to the Ferengis yeah. and So, like, you know, regulations, but tit for tat.
1: Yeah. If the... I'm going to
0: break my regulations, what are you going to do?
1: Yeah. So, so basically, like he needed something that was going to help him profit. Yeah. Profit from this. Uh and so uh she says that she's gonna trade that performance and he's like well i guess with that kind of offer we have to do it and she's like yeah because my people
0: have been on patrol for so long and surely anything would break the monotony the monotony of me being their
1: captain yeah
0: like i probably would prefer a shakespearean play
1: in real life I bet, yeah, I just <laughs> want to point out, like they are in space two hundred yeah. years in the future. They have hours of reality TV. They could catch up on
0: so like, much television,
1: so much television to watch, but they are gonna get a live Shakespeare play. Cool. Um, yeah. she's eternally grateful of this. And as she's leaving, there's this really this is by the way, the only time we see Janice this entire episode. Which yeah. I don't care for. No, it doesn't make sense. Nope. And it just feels like a kind of like shitty, like, I'd also, I don't like like women on women hostility. And not that she was necessarily hostile, but like, you get some like real side eye from Janet. Yeah, there's definitely the
0: like look up and down. Like, there's yeah. some there's some issues
1: i'm coming under the bridge for my job but really i came here to see what your conversation with my man is yeah and, ugh, bitch self like and that's it that's janice the entire yep. episode she's yep. done
0: we didn't drink for her weave which we should no, have we
1: should i'll drink right now
0: yeah we should have i already drank my bottle so
1: i'm not quite there yet every but time so we have that weird side-eye thing. And then Kirk says, we're changing course. And of course, Spock's like, okay, well, you realize that where these players need to go is eight light years off our course. Right. And Kirk says, you know, when I'm looking for a second opinion, I'll ask you basically, it's not exactly what he said. No, but he I like think so I have it. I think He's
0: like, if I, if I need a reminder, Oh, if my memory ever needs refreshing, I'll let
1: you know. Yeah, but, like, what, like, like, you're taking, like, he is your second in command. It is his job to make sure you're not compromised. Like, that's part of it. Like,
0: come up, but we definitely, like, this is the first, it's not the first time, actually, that Kirk has been being shitty and Spock's, like, Supposed to be being shitty, and he's like, "Go fuck yourself." It's my God. goddamn ship, but it's not your goddamn ship. It's the starfleet's ship, and Spock's really just trying to have your back to make sure that you're not being a dick bag about it. And Weird. you just get mad at him when he does it. And I hope has- that's not a recurring theme. That's gonna make no, me really is. mad.
1: Oh, goddamn God. it! I fucking hate Kirk. So <laughs> we get a captain log at this point, and he says. Um, I have so many questions, and for, you know, i I almost don't want the answers to for personal reasons. you yeah, you but- she's nineteen. My niece is older than nineteen years old, and if somebody the age of Kirk were hitting on her, I would fucking murder him like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, it's- guys. Ugh. it's gross. Ew. So Spock gives an estimate of when they're arriving. And Kirk is checking the computer for more info. And he's, like, doing this on the bridge. And I guess no one is listening to what he's doing. But Yeah, which is is really weird. It is really weird. So he is getting more information on... Okay, so I don't know if we talked about this enough. Kodos was the governor of this colony. We have
0: not talked about that
1: enough Within this podcast. Okay. Time. So he was the governor of a colony of 8,000 people. Yes. The governor. Okay. So.
0: He okay. was a very prominent, famous person. Yeah. In this colony with a bunch of people. Uh, he mass murdered 4,000 of them. 4,000 of them. Which sucks. Balls. Nobody's contesting that. Yeah. What Sarah and I are contesting is... 4,000 of those people didn't die. But somehow, th- there's only nine, nine
1: eyewitnesses to who that was. Yeah, only nine people could identify Kodos, the governor of a colony. Like, G- okay, we live in 2020 in Washington State. Governor Inslee. governor Inslee gives... Yep. He gives so many press conferences like I think a couple a week at this point because yeah. we're we're in like we're in the, the midst pandemic of COVID. like COVID. yeah he has a lot of information that he has to get out to us like I see Jay Inslee all the time if I like if Jay Inslee killed half the population yeah just straight down oh, the middle take out
0: if he somehow for yeah. whatever crazy whatever reason, reason took out eastern washington
1: yeah i could probably identify him 20 years from now and there's still gonna be who knows how many people who could not that i think jansley would do that i'm just he's no he wouldn't obviously no like he's actually trying not to kill half of his population yeah (laughs) actively (laughs) trying not to
0: (laughs) But the other that half the population is like, fuck you, got my rights.
1: Yeah. So, I'm sorry, Jay. It's I don't yeah. want to. And I get that, you know, 8,000 people is significantly less than the population of Washington State, but it is like two plus hundred years in the future. They know they have this guy's DNA on file. They know what he yeah. looks like. They know what he sounds like. They can genetically they, age they him to know who
0: he looks 23 like 23 and me yeah they, they do know they know who his descendants are they know who they married
1: like all of this is information that they would have on file but they don't yeah. there's only nine people in the fucking that happened to be
0: from the rescue mission that comes because he was like god we're all starving we're all gonna die yeah and he decides to make the choice like well I mean we could all starve or some of us won't.
1: Some of us won't
0: so he picks the the important people.
1: Yeah, but here's what
0: not die. And so like maybe maybe they won't turn him in because he
1: saved him. Maybe that's his thinking. But what I don't understand, because okay, Uh. here's we here's not a spoiler. At this point we find out one of the survivors, one of the nine survivors who can identify the governor of this colony is Lieutenant Kevin T. Riley. That Guys,
0: makes no sense whatsoever.
1: I don't care. I'm so excited that Kevin T. Riley is coming back. No, Kevin, but Thomas but fucking if Riley. If they're gonna kill his parents, why isn't yeah. he gonna die? Well, okay, so maybe he showed promise and they picked it's it's like a very Thanos thing that happened here. He picked four thousand who live, four thousand who die. Maybe that all the children got to live and Kevin T. Riley okay. was a child. But, but his didn't parents. Say I don't know exactly, but his parents were useless and they're going to go over there and die. Like, there's probably like, what, 1,300 children whose yeah. parents also had this happen? Why is no, it just no, no. Kevin no. T. Reilly who remembers
0: this? No, Sarah. It's only Kevin Thomas Riley and Captain James Kirk. Captain
1: James Kirk and Tom, who's dead.
0: Period. The end.
1: Okay, because so what,
0: what they allude to
1: later is that they're
0: the last two. That's they're it. They're the last
1: two. And yeah. we will get to that for sure. So Kirk finds out that Kevin Thomas Riley is also one of the survivors of the nine people in the universe that for could have reason. identified him is also on this ship. And so he yes. gives an order to Spock to move Kevin Thomas Riley to... Engineering back to engineering, it's like a step down, and Spock's like, Uh, he's gonna look at this like it's a reprimand of some kind. Like, why are we punishing this really good officer? And he's like, Don't question me, just fucking move him. Like, yeah, super dick. Who's like, the not- captain here,
0: dumbass?
1: Yeah, so Spock is understandably getting a little suspicious, and we move to a conversation between uh, Bones and Spock and like i hate so much about this but i also kind of understand like other portions so bones has had a hard fucking week guys he's had a hard week this is the first time he gets to sit down and have a drink
0: we don't know why but i'm he's at the end like he has not had a goddamn moment to himself he works. he sleeps He works he sleeps he's a doctor
1: yeah he's the only real doctor we know of on a starship like it's probably hard
0: he is just now sitting down to his first relaxing moment with a adult beverage of choice
1: in a week he wants his fucking drink and spock's like hey um i need to talk to you have you noticed that kirk's being weird And, and bones is just like well one no, we should just trust Jim. Whatever. Two, do you want to drink? Because this is the first one I've gotten in a week. <laughs> like, he is yeah. so ready for this drink. Yeah, I and don't,
0: Spock's, I know that you're making probably a really valid point, but yeah. I,
1: I, I'm going to drink and I am trying too. to drink my alcohol. <laughs> like, Please, what, Jesus. Why are you here? <laughs> like, And so Spock's like, okay, well. One, Vulcans don't drink. And two, like he's being really weird. There's a lot going on. Like, have you noticed all of this stuff that's happening? And like, this is where Bones makes a really, like, I actually like Bones. I have a lot of hope for him. He has beautiful blue eyes. Like, he's, I, like, he has some very funny lines. I want this to just be a fluke, like that one Spock line I didn't like, but he says, did you see that little Juliet that came on board and then he makes a comment about her being a creature, creature. he uses the word creature yeah and like bleah. I don't bleah, I don't like that like it's don't it's really about,
0: uncomfortable
1: because it yeah. makes
0: you like realize that this first of all how would Bones have seen her because he's been so busy? That yeah, he just got a second this is his to first
1: drink, like, yeah, come
0: on. in a week, like alluding to alcoholism. But, like, yeah. how would he even see her? But, it, like, you've seen that little Juliet, first of all, yeah, that's not her name, second no. of all, um, she's 19, and third of all, it's like she's not a creature, she's a yeah,
1: human,
0: she's, she's a uh person
1: he is definitely like i feel like him and spock and carrie kind of mentioned this earlier and i very much agree they're different forms of kirk's conscience like like spock's like yeah. the logical form and i think bones is supposed to be like the the human like form of his conscience like he's in, like like bones still has emotion so like this I don't like it. And there was a, a line I really didn't like from Spock previously as well. And like, I think it's just bad writing. And that's like, I'm hoping that they don't make this like a focal point of his character that he makes these really creepy, sexist comments all the time. Because I, I don't know, like Hopefully not. I hope they get better. So Bones is basically saying like, I think Kirk just likes the girl. Did you ever consider that? And Spock's like, no not really (laughs) like (laughs) like i i never considered that because like something else is going on and i just know it and like they're having this whole conversation a bones is like still trying to get his drink in and he's like he does kind of peer pressure spock here yeah he does he's like are you sure you don't want to drink and spock's like yeah i fucking told you i don't want to drink jesus christ
0: what i I what i told you was like i'm a vulcan my my Father's phrase is not uh, the is it, burdens of
1: alcohol. alcohol. Yeah, like, like he, he basically he, says doesn't Vulcans do, don't drink. I yeah, don't
0: drink. Well he what he's what I thought it was is like Vulcans can't get drunk. Like oh. you I could drink that shit forever, but it's not gonna get me drunk. So what's the yeah. fucking point? Why are you doing this? I,
1: I looked at it much more like alcohol is like the opposite of logic. Like Vulcans don't drink because it would totally ruined like everything they stand for like their whole point is to be logical and you yeah that when you're drunk
0: i got the sense that like vulcan just can't get drunk like they just can't even do it so he was like yeah Yeah. my father's side we just can't get drunk so
1: yeah either way but
0: yeah
1: spock doesn't drink and so like there's actually like this really like nice like it's not nice by any means. But like Bones is like pouring himself a drink and basically looking at Stock and he's like, Don't judge me. <laughs> he's yeah. just like drinking his drink yeah. at the why end sh- of the scene. Why don't you just shut the fuck up? Yeah, <laughs> It's fine.
0: It's fine. I'm gonna drink this. <laughs> I bet you this is a great idea.
1: It's so good and I'm gonna do it anyway. <laughs> so we go to an you yo eo scene. Oh god, I hate <can> this. Judgment- between Kirk and the daughter, which by the way, guys, she had a name. I did not write it down, which makes me horrible. I wrote Tom's name down. What's her name? Hold on. I probably have it somewhere. Lenore. Lenore Caridian is her name. I don't we had the look. Them
0: ever say I, Lenore.
1: I don't think they do, but her name's Lenore. And I i assume Maybe that Caridian dad does. Caridian he- probably says it at one point. Or K- Kodos. He's he goes by both. Yeah spoilers yeah um so either way it's between lenore and and kirk and she says oh did you order these soft lights on purpose and kirk's like nope (laughs) he's basically like no this is just how the the lights come on these starships i'm so glad
0: you think i'm that that special but
1: (laughs) no not and he explains that they're they're made to mimic like day and night on earth like to kind of try and keep the atmosphere right and and then she says like she does the starlight star bright and she like does that whole thing it's stars, not um see tonight then she's like do you remember that and he's like oh it's very old and she says as old as the stars themselves almost and it's like no <laughs> it's really like, not even close. Like, it's not even comparable. We, I am not very smart. And I know that that saying is not near as old as the stars. Themselves. I think
0: you're plenty smart. And
1: this is hundreds of
0: years but, in the future. <laughs> but I think she's actually maybe shouldn't be without adult supervision.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, no,
0: not yeah, no. even. Like, and that's only in like Earth's perspective not oh, even god. a star's perspective like Dude. we are in the blink of an eye <laughs> it's been around as long as the stars have no, no it fucking hasn't no it hasn't like so Holy far god. no so we're gonna like, be dead so long before <laughs> that star is like god damn it it's I'm so sorry.
1: stupid it's so dumb because like we're blocking hundreds of years don't you know, what
0: it, you know what it is? It's like the 60s version of how old the universe is. Dude,
1: it's so wrong. I, I but feel I like they the-
0: No, I, I think that they didn't really, uh, and I could be wrong about this obviously, but I think it was the 90s before they were like, whoa, it's billions of years old. This is
1: crazy. I'm going to look up... Carl Sagan cuz I know he wasn't the first one but like he was I, in the 70s right yeah and he was in the 70s and he like that's his thing billions and billions so billions, billions and billions he was born so, in 1934 he died in 1996 Carl Sagan fucking knew that starlight star bright was not as even near close to his oldest stars I knew. wish like, I knew. That's all I have to say. I am using, that's the only reference I have, Carl Sagan. It was like, upsetting. It, it was, was upsetting. It's just wrong. But like As far wrong as you can be, even in the 60s, it was wrong. But what like, happens next is even oh, more upsetting. It's even more wrong. <laughs> like, so she is like very much coming on to Kirk at this point. And she's like, all this, she's talking about the ship. And she's like, all this power surging and throbbing under control is that like you kirk oh it's so gross yeah
0: (laughs) what is i want to see mine because i knew i wrote it down the first time and i was really like
1: she well yeah she's like asking him questions she definitely says throbbing and surging and yeah and like
0: the whole if you could just imagine some uh 19 year old blonde girl just being like Uh, to a man's and something something's and
1: old but it's still under
0: control is that like you and then he's like uh uh, maybe he has
1: like this whole conversation about how like he has to remain under control and she like
0: i my nose always say gross
1: yeah, I have a lot of ewes here. Because there is a part where she all um, this power at your command. Yes, and she says something about like um being a like things that change, like like our wit. Like she has this thing about being a woman, and he says worlds change and universes like disintegrate but like a woman is always a woman and it's like no Kirk yeah first like, of all no I'm not gonna get into it but no the like, other thing that
0: they say is she's like you have all this power you're the Caesar of the stars yeah
1: the Caesar and no
0: Cleopatra to worship you
1: yeah Ugh. Ugh.
0: use the word worship guys first of all Cleopatra didn't worship no. shit but Cleopatra no.
1: Yeah, and that, you know, bleh.
0: Bleh. I and I also worried, wrote in all caps right here. She's nineteen. <laughs> she's nineteen. Yeah, <laughs> Which is so gross. And they so do they, after all these gross things that Sarah and I just said out loud. They kiss. Oh God, it's
1: like it's on like purpose. Just like a cherry on top of the awful. If like Blech. I don't like maraschino cherries, so this is like putting a maraschino cherry on top of everything I hate. Like fuck you. Jesus Christ! Do like, like them?
0: Can we just put a cigarette butt on <laughs> yeah. top of that? Because nobody <laughs> likes those. Not even nobody smokers. Wants them their
1: food. Like- yeah, nobody oh. likes
0: those at all. Not even yeah. smokers like them.
1: It's like Every- a cigarette butt on top of the scene.
0: Everybody hates them. Yeah,
1: so we man, go so.
0: to Spock oh. wringing his hands.
1: Thank God. Yeah, we're We
0: go back to the adults being like, "Oh, things are not right." I know.
1: Like if this Spock is in this scene, nothing really uncomfortable is going to happen. <laughs> like, I feel well, like Leonard, Leonard Nimoy would have been like, "We can't do that, guys. That's, that's not okay. Well
0: No, Spock won't do anything uncomfortable. But I think uncomfortable things will happen to Spock, and then he'll uh, just be like, "Guys, what do I do? Guys, what uh, do I do?
1: How do I to get my way out of this?"
0: Spock will never make the uncomfortable choice mm-hmm.
1: to no. Be-
0: a bad person but so he's wringing his hands and he's at the pretty much the same computer that kirk was at like nobody does anything privately for some weird reason
1: and we're discovering that this this information is super easy to come by which is important later on So Spock is like, okay, well, I know something's going on with Kirk, and I know something's going on with this actor. Yeah, that guy's
0: being an asshole more Um, so than usual, and he won't even tell me that I'm not wrong. So I got to find out why I'm not wrong.
1: Yes, and I know, I know that somehow Kevin Thomas Riley is also related. So he runs some sort of correlation through the computer on these three people, and he gets an affirmative. This is a thing that happened. And and I assume it's also because Kirk has, like, researched it recently, comparing these two people. Yes,
0: that makes so, sense. So,
1: like, the computer tells him that it has something to do with this event that had to do with the Governor Kodos on this colony 20 years ago. Yeah. And so Spock goes back to Bones, and we're in a hallway walking with them. And he's explaining to him everything he found. He's like... So basically what happened is Kodos was Thanos and he separated these people. They had 4,000 on one side and 4,000 on the other. I'm sure it was more complicated than that.
0: Nope. That's what they told us. Yeah. (laughs) One side was the important people and the other one was the unimportant people.
1: And the only thing we can assume is because we know that Kevin Thomas Riley's parents were on the not important side is that like children, I assume, were spared. So he was like, you might have potential. You go over there to the side where I'm not going to kill you.
0: Yeah, we, uh, we can assume that some children were spared. I don't think yeah. we can assume that all. Like, But yeah, so no, maybe, maybe right. there was something that they saw in Riley that was like, that's a pretty cool guy. Like, we're yeah. probably going to save the union or whatever.
1: So Kodos is basically Thanosing all over the situation, and he oh, yeah. killed the other four thousand. And he's like
0: staring in his glove and gems and being like, yeah. "Oh yeah, okay." Anyhow, we're so um,
1: at Spock discussing with Bones everything that happened on this planet, and he says yep. they never got a, an ID on the body that they found so they they weren't able to verify there was a
0: bunch of shit that went wrong and we never got an id and so maybe there's a lot of things that are coming into play right now that don't make a lot of sense unless you tie them all together which is a logical thing to do and then it all makes sense
1: yeah and so at this point bones is like okay what does this have to do with caridian and spock's like well, he doesn't have a history prior to 20 years ago. So when when Kodos ends, Caridian begins, which seems suspicious. And then he also talks about how wherever these players were. So there are only so many survivors. There were nine, nine. survivors, right? Yep. Nine. Seven, we know exactly nine, they said yeah. over and over. Nine. So seven of them are dead already. And yep. they all died in areas where these players were playing so my question
0: is if they keep saying there were nine eyewitnesses why would they be like oh yeah there's still nine people that can id them Uh, maybe
1: they just meant they meant that they're like that's a very good question um we're not only nine eyewitnesses there were four thousand it doesn't matter is all that what we're here to say like It doesn't make sense and therefore it does not matter. There were nine people of the 4,000 that apparently remember what he looked and sounded like and no DNA evidence of this governor that they had. Yep. No, no finger. Like uh, I assume governors get fingerprinted and then Illogical. like ran, they ran get ran against some sort of data. But it doesn't fucking a remember. background
0: check. You get a
1: background <laughs> check <laughs> before you become right. governor. Like you then, have to, like, to become a teacher. You have to get yeah. your fingerprints taken and like a Two. background check. <laughs> I
0: worked as the office manager of a nonprofit preschool, and I had to get fingerprinted. This is it's,
1: stupid. It's so dumb. So, all right, continue. Okay. it I, Nothing makes sense at this point. Um, and Bones is like, okay, well, I guess since these other seven people are dead, maybe you have something to go on. I don't really know what to do with this. But, like, they have this whole conversation. And then we go to Riley, who's down in engineering. Oh my God, guys. I'm so excited. Like, Kevin T. Riley's back. Like, I was already excited because i saw that he was gonna be in this episode yeah and i got so i like told carrie i was like look I was gonna be in this episode she did
0: she sent me a screenshot
1: he was so good. we we're so
0: disappointed by this show she was like we have at least this one thing to look forward to thing. eventually
1: because he was so fun when he was space drunk like so fun he
0: was he was oh. the star of the show
1: he he was so good. So he calls up to the rec room and he's down in engineering all by himself and he's just like hi guys I'm in engineering again. Can anyone hear me? Like yeah. dear god please somebody entertain me. <laughs>
0: like, I'm so lonely.
1: I'm so... This is terrible. And then, and then they're like hey Riley we hear you and he's like oh was that like Ahura I heard playing? Like is she in there? And she's like in the rec room with a harp. He's like Oh, have her play a song for me. Like I'm just going through a lot right now. Like I like he he's like I just want to not feel like I'm alone in the universe. Yeah, this and sucks. Sa- and she says, "Okay, I I will prove to you that you're not." And she starts playing this song about I'm pretty sure it had to do with green skies, which
0: it I- was definitely like reminiscent of like an Irish love song on a harp, but
1: yeah the
0: lyrics didn't make a
1: lot of sense a descendant of irish kings so i guess yeah, yeah. and she's she is very obviously not playing the harp but she yeah is also very obviously singing like and this is where i was talking about how her is like so talented and interesting and like like she's obviously got this backstory that we don't get to see like at any point Either way, Riley is like listening to this and he is so into this beautiful song that True. I heard. It's yeah. really pretty. Yes. And like, it's kind of going between her singing and him listening. And you like, at one point it's on Kevin and there's a shadow in the background and you're like, fuck, I was so yeah. excited that he's back. He's definitely about to die. And then it goes back to the rec room and there's this Like you see 3D chess and you see 3D checkers in the background, and everybody a giant
0: fucking bun,
1: giant bun, and everyone's just staring at her while she's like performing the song, and it goes back to Kevin, and he's just so enthralled in this song that she's singing, and you see a hand like go. No, no,
0: no, 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 no. I'm gonna I'm gonna fast forward or pause a little bit because his food is. They show what he is. He's been brought dinner in his lonely, solitary life. And it is a plate full of green, yellow, and red uh, blocks. And there's a lid half off. And then there's a giant fucking glass of milk. Milk. Just sitting right there.
1: Why? Well, that's where I was getting to. (laughs) Yeah. Well,
0: that's, that's, they, they had already shown that. They showed that earlier. And then it cuts back to this scene after Ahura with her harp, and there's a hand with those one of those janitor's bottles that we've talked about before, and it like spritzes spritzes some things shit. Just one like long solitary.
1: There's so many roofies in this episode. It's at least two. At least two roofies, because Kirk definitely roofied that 19 year old.
0: Absolutely,
1: and then someone roofied kevin thomas riley like, yeah so they ugh. spray the shit into the cup and yeah. then
0: um i think like they they they, they toss back and forth to her yeah a little a bit a couple times but he's like you know sober and working and he's like drinking he puts it milk up, yeah he, drinking milk he puts <laughs> it up to his lips and he kind of looks like he's like, gonna sip it and then just puts it back down. I think this is supposed to be drama, but I don't understand the 60s. But I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. And it's then like, yeah. He gulps it. He's, He's just like so fuck like yeah, milk. Blah. Yeah, I love
1: milk. This is a great idea. Yeah. Like, I like I assume that it's it doesn't have a smell and it doesn't have a taste whatever Must was not. imported from this janitor bottle into his milk, like what? Yeah. Drinking milk? oh that's like an
0: adult human male, <laughs> maybe look. he's maybe he's working out. Oh, maybe God. he needs some protein.
1: He takes his big old drinks, and then Ahura finishes her song, and she gets up and she goes and she stands by the little like speaker uh, thingy. Thing. Yeah, and she says, "How'd you like that one, Riley?" And then it goes back to him, and he's all sweaty yeah. and his eyes are all big and he's like help me yeah. and then he like falls and he spills milk everywhere but he probably doesn't cry about it it's okay guys don't yeah. worry no he not <laughs> cry over his spilt milk
0: yeah he doesn't he dies over it <laughs> he
1: dies over his spilt milk
0: he doesn't actually die oh, no, maybe
1: guys no like Ugh. right now he's not currently dead so, uh, Bones, and it goes to him in, like, the med bay on the bed. And his readings are all off, guys. You know how when someone's excited, they're all, like, in the red? And then, like, if they're fine, they're all in the green. Yeah. And if they're, like, dying, it's all in the yellow. Well, like, yeah. in this case, he was in the yellow, green, and red just, like, yeah. all over the board. Like, who I feel knows? I feel where? like maybe we haven't really described this quite well enough at this point. Yeah.
0: Um, so it's, it's, it's a scale The the middle is the happy place. It's green. And then yeah. there's yellow, ab- like above and below the green and then red, red is above bad. and below that. So if, from what we've seen, if they're really agitated and really hysterical, everything's in the uh, upper red. Yeah. And if they're like about dead, everything's in the upper or the lower Lower, red like that's real bad and they're doing real chill they're in the green they're in the green but he's all over the fucking place so we don't have any idea if he's gonna live or die it's yeah unknown
1: it's intense and i don't think bones knows either uh which he says actually he's like yeah like everything's unsure right now but like, he's not dead it's not looking great and then spock says okay well they're getting rid of this guy this means like kirk is going to be next like
0: yeah i already figured this out yeah you got it so
1: we go to a captain's log where uh kirk is saying everybody on the ship is worried about riley and his current state and then we go to Bones saying like this is definitely poison it's something called tetra tetralubosol which if they do say it's a lube Lube. (laughs) Lube. Lube anyway it's funny that he was he was poisoned with lube but um it's very serious actually so Spock's like we need to get this information to Kirk and Bones is like okay after I finish doing my log and he's like no right now yeah doing it. Uh, and bones is like okay yeah so cool bones gets up and he like walks this information into kirk and at this point i noticed that like uh bones's shirt is short sleeved and it's like way like looser and blue it's just like so different like is is it because he's a doctor that his shirt looks more like scrubs
0: yeah i think so like, i think that okay. he's like it's trying to be like scrubs E because he definitely scrub-esque. looks yeah
1: scrub yeah
0: <laughs> because he's always had well i think some scenes he's had more like their uniform but blue but i think usually he has scrub i don't know
1: it's it's definitely different and this is the first time i really noticed how different it is than uh the blue shirt that spock wears and so spock at this point finally just fucking calls kirk out he's like hey I found this information and Kirk and then he says, like, I need you to understand, like, that there's a difference between imperialism and stubbornness. And like, he's no, like, no, I don't. He's like, and then Kirk gets like super on the defense and he's like, "Um, this is none of your business. And Spock says, this is my business if it involves the like like, the crew and the safety of if the Enterprise. If you're putting the Enterprise at
0: risk, it's it like, is literally my business.
1: That's my fucking jam. That's yeah. what Spock is there for. Yeah. So, um, and he says, well, did that happen? And, like, Spock's, Spock says, but it could. And I say, but it fucking did. Yeah, like, already did. Kevin is almost dead. Like, yeah. do you not? Like, that is, he is your crew member yeah. kirk they what have the like fuck? this
0: little like bitch fight where mm-hmm. kirk's like uh but what even happened and spock's like uh something really bad already happened and then kirk's like oh dude i guess you're right but like i don't Maybe even
1: I, I don't think spock calls it out spock is basically just like you could be compromising this and like cuz I remember being Oh, so, that's right. I remember that yeah. was so frustrated. Like it happened. Yeah, that's it's exactly awful. you already
0: <laughs> you already fucked up, bro. Yeah. Like, like
1: I it's just such poor writing at this point that yeah, like that even funny. Spock doesn't call out the fact that like you have come, like when one of your crew members is poisoned. Yeah. We were
0: all super chill until you brought a bunch of people on for yeah. a, a reason nobody knows or and whatever
1: them, yeah and, and then now
0: suddenly one of them's almost deadish and that's yeah probably your and fault. at this
1: point it really is and and kirk says like this is this is none of your business like and he gets like really on spock's case and then bones comes to spock's rescue and he says this is his job like you understand that right like that's what spock is doing right now is that he's yeah. doing his job he is seeing that you might be compromised, and he is, like, calling you out on it. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. And, and so Spock's like, why did you invite, like, why are you inviting death? Like, I don't understand. And then this is where Kirk finally admits that he does think it's Kodos, and that's why he invited them on board. And he says, I, like, I'm not inviting je- death. I'm looking for justice. And then Bone says, are you sure it's not vengeance? and kirk is basically like i don't fucking know i'm just like flying by the seat of my pants here maybe like i'm just going for it Mm -hmm. and yeah spock is spock basically says like caridian is kodos and kirk is having like this i guess like crisis of faith in what he thinks and he's like i i can't say that he is and be certain like, he's an actor. He could be anything. Like, I need to feel in my gut that he is guilty. Which, by the way, not really how the U.S. justicism, justice system, at least, works. Like
0: justiceism,
1: the <laughs> <and my kids laughs> I've been drinking. And, like, what? I'm not saying that the U.S. justice system Justices works. System. <laughs> because it really doesn't. It doesn't. But, You're also not supposed to go by your gut. Like, that much I know, at least. Yeah, for sure. You shouldn't go by,
0: like, racism or by, like, uh, socioeconomic Mm -mm. status. And you definitely shouldn't just go by your gut.
1: Your gut is, like, a really... Like, I'm pretty sure if a juror was like, I'm going to go by my gut, like, they would not make...
0: No. Like
1: (laughs) Like, Yeah, you you, that's how you get out of jury duty. Yeah, that's like the number
0: like I'm just gonna believe what I believe without looking at the facts. Mm -hmm. I already have my beliefs. I I my mind's made up.
1: I just have to feel it. Yeah. Like Kirk, that's not how this works, but whatever. So um Bones at this point is just like, hey, like this like vengeance that you're looking for, it's not gonna bring back the dead. And that's like the end of the scene. And we go to Spock and Kirk. And they're arguing again in Kirk's quarters at this point. And Kirk says that like he's got an idea to figure this all out. And then uh, Spock is like, shh, 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 like, do you hear that? And it turns out that there is like a phaser making this buzzing sound, which I guess we never knew. But it oh, you a-
0: did it- definitely hear it. It was just yeah. like, I mean,
1: like I mean, like, we never knew that phasers could go into overload. Like, that's a thing that can happen to phasers. So, like, somebody has placed a phaser in Kirk's room that's going into overload, and like, it they say if it explodes, it's going to take out the whole deck. Like, that's real fucking big. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't think that's quite right. But either way.
0: Oh, it gets better though.
1: Yeah, it really does. So the whole deck goes on red alert at this point. And Kirk's like, hey, we've got a phaser that's going into overload in my quarters. I'm looking for it. Like red alert, red alert, double red alert. It's like yeah. so bad. And so the phaser sounds getting louder and louder. And he sends Spock out to like help get everybody off of the, the deck and everything. That. And it's very like you At this point, Kirk's searching his room and he's pushing his bed, which should be way more of a mattress than it is. Like just yeah. off. Of it's just looking. For... It's like a
0: futon mattress on so, top of a, like a prison guard bed. I, I
1: have a futon mattress, and it is way heavier than whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, maybe, it's bad. Uh, maybe a dog bed type thing on like top. one of the cheap ones, dude. It was so light, whatever it was. And he's like looking for this phaser, which ends up being conveniently placed behind a red green with a light flashing behind it so you could see the phaser shape up on the wall only when
0: the alarm is on it wasn't yeah. flashing only. when she put it, when That's it true. was put there
1: like it <laughs> only sees it once the alarm is on they show him like fighting with this red thing but then he like pulls it open and it's just on these perfect little hinges that have been screwed yeah. set It's not a
0: challenge.
1: He pulls the phaser out and he runs onto the, into the corridor basically. And he throws it down this vent that's, it's called the uh, pressure vent disposal.
0: There there is literally in the hallway, (laughs) a pressure vent disposal, which is like a laundry chute that just goes outside to space. Just, I guess. That's something you need a lot for things to yeah. just go out into space.
1: It explodes and the ship kind of moves. They all like fly to the side of the corridor and it's him and Spock. And they're just like, whew, glad yeah. <laughs> we got that out of the way. And then we go to Kodos's quarters and he is behind this screen and he walks out with this book and he sits on his bed and he starts reading. And well, actually, we don't know that it's Kodos at this point. It's it's and oh. it's the actor. Yeah. anton anton caridian yep and uh kirk enters the room very unceremoniously and he's like we're overdue for our talk aren't we and caridian's just
0: do you think we're overdue for a talk
1: (laughs) he was like i was hoping you would respect my request for privacy (laughs) and uh, kirk's like well you just fucking maybe not you but somebody just tried to blow up like a deck of my starship so like
0: yeah it was probably you though and i think it's you and i'm real I mad about it you and i'm mad yeah like you killed four thousand people and then my friend died and now my spaceship almost blew up so yeah. we got some conversations
1: and in kirk's, the works. kirk's conversation is basically are you kodos and the guy's like do you think i'm kodos and he's yeah. like i do and it's then like, well
0: does it make you feel better to yeah, think i'm
1: kodos like i guess. <laughs> I guess I'm Kodos then. Like if that's what what gets your rocks off or whatever. Yeah,
0: we kind of learned throughout the conversation that like the guy doesn't really vividly remember what happened before he was the guy he is now.
1: It seems like one, like a really dark part of his past is what you get from it. And then also like maybe there's some level of almost dementia in there yeah it's definitely like
0: it definitely feels like because he's like well whoever that was is who this is and he it seems really spacey yeah like i just need my next acting job that's all i care about very
1: much considers himself an actor like it's almost like maybe like the way he's been coping his whole life was to like pretend like that was a part he played in his past and so He is saying, like, if you think I am, then I guess I am. And he, like, Kirk asked him, like, where were you? Like, what were you 20 years ago? And he said, younger. I was much younger, which, you know, good
0: one. I I think that's brilliant because (laughs) also, same dude. Yeah.
1: I was also younger 20 years ago. Yep
0: yep <laughs> quite a bit sir you clever devil <laughs>
1: you're not wrong so kirk like hands on this manuscript and he says read this to the computer it's gonna tell us if you are kodos he starts reading this manuscript that he's given and it says it says a lot of stuff and it it's actually really fucked up he's talking to the four thousand people he's about to kill and he says your lives mean a slow death for everyone else. So for the more valued members of our community, basically. So because of that, you're sentenced to death. And this whole thing was signed by Governor Kodos. It's the whole speech that he would have given, I didn't write it all down because I don't care that much, but it was actually like it's pretty fucked up.
0: Yeah, like, um sorry dudes some of you gonna end up cool. Some of you Gonna die, but I, I, me, this person, I am saying these words, and this is my ruling. Signed, Governor Kodos. Kodos.
1: At this point, Kirk says, I didn't even see you looking at that for the most part. It, you read it like you, like you knew it. And then Kodos He's like,
0: No, 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 bro, I just learned parts real fast. It
1: it does almost feel like he is like a, like an eccentric old actor at this point. It does. He's like, I understand why you have these really strong feelings about it. Here yep. is like what I'm feeling. And his feelings are at this point pretty legitimate. Yep. He basically is telling Kirk that how he's acting isn't very humane. He's not very human, which I think a, a few people have told Kirk that like his actions aren't humane. Yeah, he's like, not
0: super human
1: No. He's not like the it, pinnacle of humanity. No, he's very much like a, like acting on his gut. Like every, only his opinion matters. Like he, he, he's not good. He's not yeah. like a good person is what ideal. I get from it. Ideal. Yeah. He's not ideal, which to yeah. Sarah means he's just not great. Well, he's not ideal. <laughs> he is not. So Caridian, the actor, I'm going to call him Caridian. Cause I think at this point, that's who he's become. He is saying yeah. like, Kodos made a decision and he had to choose between life or death for these people and he chose the decision that would have saved more people and then he he also like has this whole thing about how if the crew hadn't come sooner like they did Kodos would have been considered a hero which I don't think that's true like if you kill 4,000 people yeah, and the other 4,000 survive you're still not a hero <laughs> yeah
0: you're not the a good person you definitely no. made a really shitty call and we talked about it in the uh, second watch like the Donner party even though none of them survived nobody thinks of them as heroes
1: not heroes because they did what they had to do like it's yeah it's a hard fucking call that he made
0: Yeah, and it was probably not obviously the right call, but like nobody been like, "Whoa, that guy was did such a good job killing all those
1: people." He's a hero because four thousand people lived. What they would say is, he's a mass murderer because he killed four thousand people. Yeah, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, it's exactly. It would have been the same whether they got there or not. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, it was. yeah, either way. This is where I think that he might actually have like dementia. Because he says he says this, he says your blood thins and your body fails and you become grateful for your failing memory. And then he says that he's tired and his yeah. his past is blank. So like I said
0: dude overacts, acts, he's tired because when he says I am tired, he's like I I'm am tired.
1: tired.
0: I'm tired. Because- very overacted he does for sure and then the daughter comes she appears
1: well actually we have the part where he says is this what you wanted and kirk says if i got everything i wanted you probably wouldn't leave this room alive like if you're kodos you wouldn't leave this room alive oh fair yeah and then the daughter walks in and she's like she immediately jumps on Kirk, and she's cr- she's calling him cruel. She starts accusing him of basically using her. He she says like I was just was a I tool. a tool? I was just a tool to you, wasn't I? Well, and she also
0: like she has this really awful accent. I think.
1: Well, she gets like a it's more like an inflection. Yeah. It's like I a tool? Uh, like it's was,
0: like am I? I was just a tool to you, wasn't I? Yeah, it's all very. And then, I mean, I guess theatrical and overacting, but yeah. it's just like oh,
1: it's it's almost it. like she was trying to be theatrical, but she didn't understand what
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Kirk says, Well, at first you were, but like after that things changed. I think that Kirk is the real tool here, but that's just me. So That's so surprising. Oh my god that i would think that i know <laughs> and she says there's no there's no mercy in you and he says if this is kodos then i've shown more mercy than he deserves he is basically saying like i think your dad's done a lot of really shitty things
0: yeah he's so, garbage and yeah. so the fact that he's not dead right now means that i'm really fucking cool
1: i'm actually doing a really good job with my yes. or yep. whatever. restraint And so at this point, we go to Bones in the medbay, and he is uh, giving a report, basically saying that Riley is recovered, but uh, Kirk has requested that he remain in medbay. Like, uh, Riley is waking up at this point, and he is walking through the door, and he's kind of listening to what Bones is saying.
0: Yeah, Bones can't see it, so he doesn't know that he should shut the fuck up.
1: He's talking about how Kirk believes that Caridian is Kodos, who is the person who murdered Kevin's family. Like, I get why he's oh, yeah. upset. And and he's hearing this and he's like, what the f like Kodos is fucking on this ship as like yeah. that guy that's gonna perform this play. And so like, you see Kevin buttoning his shirt, and then he like backs out of the doorway real fast before Bone sees him in there. And then we go to there's a play happening, and she like the the daughter, I already forgot her name, Lorraine. no love
0: i don't care (laughs) it's probably laverne i bet
1: (laughs) it's not her name lenore
0: lenore Lenore sounds the most right okay uh the daughter that's what they call her the daughter
1: we did seriously guys they don't call her by her name a lot if they had i would have written it down yeah really don't so I didn't I don't I write them. down
0: a lot of stupid fucking shit but yeah. I never wrote down her name even once
1: usually, usually I will write down names if you're a, like a main character I noticed later on when they say your name and I write it down and I add it to my notes from earlier yeah. so at this point she walks out and I'm pretty sure she's going to be playing Ophelia because I can't think of any other role that she would play in here yeah. but she like walks out and she is Saying that they're going to be doing Hamlet in space, and she's got like this real crazy frizzy, Chitty. hair. With two like Terrible. Side, side braids. It's a, it's a bit, and it flashes back to Bones, and he's like getting ready, and he's like setting his bow tie or whatever he's doing, and he's just like, this is a really good line. Never in the long history of medicine has like a doctor ever made it to a play on time. Like yeah. as he's doing this, he's realizing that Riley's not there, which means. That bones is not gonna make it to the play. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like,
0: he's already he's already late to the like showing up on time.
1: He's gonna be just like,
0: later. God damn it! He's <laughs> like and now there's I another just, problem. I
1: just want a drink and a play. <laughs> like that's yeah. all I'm asking for. So, I have
0: done that so many times in my life where I'm like, I just want to go to Seattle and get drunk yeah. and watch drag queens, and y'all are getting in my way, and I'm real mad about it.
1: Mm-hmm. He's got. Simple um, needs Just he does have it. like I actually understand that part of He was horribly sexist earlier, but I get yes. this. Yeah, so you understand that. And he's just like, Oh, shit. <laughs> and yeah, so he this. calls Kirk and he's like, Hey, so I was making a log earlier, and I was talking about how you think Caridian is Kodos. And I think that uh, Kevin overheard, and he's gone. And then Kirk gets a different message from someone else. It's like, Someone broke into the weapons locker and we're missing a phaser and like Kirk's just like, Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, goddammit.
1: Okay. So we have a young gentleman on the loose with a with a phaser.
0: Yeah, he's armed. Like, he's unstable. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's not in a great place right now. He was just almost murdered and then found out that the people who the person who murdered his parents is on board. Uh so we need to figure out where. Kevin Thomas Riley is and he puts up a red alert and they're like looking for him and you see like Kevin like running through the corridors with his little phaser (laughs) like I'm so sad he's not gonna be in more episodes I love him so much
0: really good
1: yeah so highlight he's like a ray of sunshine in this shit show seriously like he had one sexist comment yeah (sighs) So we go back to the play and there's Hamlet stuff happening and Coridian is playing the ghost of Hamlet's father and I think this has to do with the conscience of the king because in Hamlet, Hamlet's dad was murdered by his brother who then became king over Hamlet which was not chill because he married Hamlet's mother. It was a lot of shit. Um, I think that's kind of where this whole thing comes into play but he's playing the ghost and he's holding this mask up in front of his face and Kirk is like looking for Riley and he knows he's going for Caridian so he bumps into him behind the scenes and and, and Riley's like got his phaser out, and Kirk's like trying to talk him down. And Riley's like, I know that it's him. Like I yeah. know that voice. That's him. Like it definitely kill him. Exactly. Like it's definitely him. And Kirk's like, just give yeah, me the phaser. This dude, isn't worth your future. Like you're gonna
0: throw your whole life away.
1: Not that he has a future in Star Trek because he's not in any further no. episodes. Sorry guys. And
0: also Kirk has also made really stupid choices that Dude. would have thrown his whole career away but he Dude. didn't listen to some other guy that was like don't do this.
1: He doesn't. Yeah, but Kirk gets away with everything because I guess he's I don't know. He's no different than I Kevin. I know.
0: It's so stupid.
1: It really is. So Riley is like perfectly logical and he's like I understand what you're saying and he gives kirk his phaser and he leaves and then we go to the scene of caridian has left the stage and he's back there with his daughter who i assume is playing ophelia and she's got this dress on that has this ridiculous floral bodice it's a lot yeah and and she's talking to him and he's saying like there's a voice i heard a voice from my past and it's haunting me Hey, I'm pretty sure he's talking about Kevin at this point.
0: Oh yeah, because you could hear Kirk and Kevin talking. Yeah. when Kirk was trying to talk him down, he killed my parents. He's a murderer, yeah,
1: a murderer. And so, like, he he's like, I I hear these ways from my past, and she's like, they're not going to cause you any more trouble. And at like, guys, this is I fucking called this shit.
0: So she like, did. I will. <laughs> who will be a witness for my lord it's sarah and she called it the first watch through she definitely called this
1: and this is where we find out because she says the ghost of the dead like she's burying the ghosts of the dead like for him and it's so there's no blood on his hands because she's doing it and he's like no like you were my untouched
0: my innocent you were yeah, it's the only thing in my life that wasn't ruined by the person that I was.
1: Yeah, exactly. And she's like, "But you're safe now. Like, and I'm gonna take care of Captain Kirk. I'm gonna take care of all of this, and it's gonna be fine." And he's like, "This is not at all what I wanted because his, like, it very yeah. much is a different kind of motive. Like, his yep. he wasn't killing those people in his mind to murder them. Yeah, like he was tr- he in his like." fucked up mind he was saving those other four thousand yeah
0: he was doing the logical but awful choice to
1: get rid of human lives to save human lives save other lives it's not great and it's not ethical but his at least had some sort of reason hers was i'm protecting my father It was
0: selfish she wanted to protect uh, like you can be like oh it's not selfish She was doing for him but she was just trying to protect her own interests essentially and yeah. that's, i don't that's i think that's the difference he was not trying to protect his own interests he was trying to save, save as many people as possible and she was absolutely acting in her own self-interest and she just was killing people
1: absolutely so straight out
0: murdering yeah.
1: and so there's a there's a lot of shakespeare that happens at this this point forward yes. Yeah. So Kirk has come in at this point and he's like, you need to come with me. And she's like, after the play. And he's like, the play has been over for 20 years. She's basically just like, let him have his last role. And she can't deny him his last time on stage. Kirk says, you killed seven innocent people. And she's like, they weren't innocent. They knew. Which, I mean, they're still innocent people. Yeah, they're still innocent. Just because he's
0: a douchebag doesn't mean they're not innocent they saw it yeah so. and
1: so at this point she freaks out and she grabs a phaser and she runs back out onto the stage at this point in front of like everybody who's there yeah which by the way not everybody is watching this play in person there's yes. some people watching in person and then there's also a screen somewhere else in the yeah, inner There's like. 30
0: people in the stage room ish, like not that many no and we had seen earlier that there was like another room with a screen set up so what even is the fucking point of like this live performance if you're just watching it
1: on a goddamn
0: television
1: i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i mean mean, at this point it's very entertaining because she's like out on the stage with a phaser yeah like and her hair gets crazy. Like, it's crazy in a good way now. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, it's way just, better like, than it was. Yeah. Before, it was kind of frizzy, and it had these two braids on the side. And now it's just, like, everywhere around yeah. her head. It like,
0: looked voluptuous and, like, yeah. rolling waves. It's really pretty, but it, it's but it supposed like, to be crazy.
1: And she is, like, Screaming some some Shakespeare shit, and she says, "Beware the Ides of March." And her dad is like, "No!" And so Caridian like, has jumped in front of Kirk before she turned the phaser on. Like we yeah. see him go in front of Kirk. Yep. And, and then she pulls the trigger. So, like, I mean, I know it's technically supposed to be like she didn't realize that was happening, but but it
0: was it very like, clearly was
1: it had already happened, and so yep. she shoots her dad. Which is sad. And he just like, I think that, like, to me, the saddest part of this is that to him, like, what he did wasn't a choice. He had some fucked up reasons and he killed some fucking people and that's terrible, but in his brain, he didn't have another way to do it. He's been living with the guilt of this shitty, 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 shitty fucking thing he's done. And it's basically driven him insane. And now he's old and has dementia and he doesn't know what's fucking happening. And it's been 20 years. He kind of thought that it was like actually in his past and And
0: living this whole new life and things were okay. And they're always on the run. Maybe that's why they're actors is that they're never in the same place. They never settle down
1: they're they're a travel they're a traveling band of players and so he this is all wrong and this isn't what he wanted for her and he's like no it's just this one last heroic act for somebody who's not a hero i guess and she's like crying over her dead dad and and she's like she's saying like the curtain rises uh, there's no time for sleep and she's it's it's pretty overacted at this it point. It is. It's like, pretty dramatic. There are parts that are really good, and there are parts that it's like, okay.
0: But it's very long, which yeah. is never a good play at the end of a show.
1: Just be like, yeah. here's this very
0: long Shakespearean monologue.
1: But the thing is, is like, I like Shakespeare, and I still didn't get the monologue that they used. And I'm not saying I'm a huge Shakespeare fan, but I I like Shakespeare, and that was over my head. <laughs> like, yeah, it was. It was you, a bit. You could have done, "May flights of angels sing you to your rest." Like I would have, like been like, "Oh, she's kind of like half quoting Horatio, saying goodbye to his best friend." That's not like, what happened. No, it's not at all. I do I, think it was. It was a quote. I looked it up because she
0: okay. does like. After this crazy weepy thing, she's like really like she does crazy real real solid. She does great. It's it's from Hamlet because she ends yeah. in something something the conscious of the king, which is where the title of the show comes yes. from. But it takes like it takes a fucking minute to get there, and you're just like, God damn it, lady! Like, ugh. why isn't anybody pulling the crazy lady off of her dead dad? Like,
1: what? I come on. I guess i get it that quote in particular the conscience of the king makes sense for the fact that he was the governor and he's dealing with his conscience sure i i understand how they got there the conscience of the king i mean it's fine it's just if you're gonna quote shakespeare don't depend on everybody to be fucking tom hiddleston we don't all know every fucking <laughs> shakespeare line like <laughs> i don't know any of them I so know a few and i didn't know that one like there's special providence in the fall of a sparrow sure yeah. i would have gotten that <laughs> i don't get this like
0: yeah but they still did it and, did. Uh, and eventually that- she has a little weeby breakdown and kirk starts like lifting mm-hmm. her up yeah pulls yeah. her away
1: and we go to the and bridge then, yeah yeah, and Bones gives a medical report and he says um, she's getting the best care possible. She mm-hmm. remembers nothing of this. In fact, she still thinks her dad is alive and that she's part of like this troop. So, Carrie, you you say what you think here, because what I think is way more fucked up.
0: <laughs> I believe, first of all, that Sarah's very wrong.
1: Okay. I
0: really think that she had a mental break. It, like, it's pretty obvious to me that she had a mental breakdown she had spent so long trying to protect her father and make sure that he was going to be okay that when he died she dissociated completely from reality in every way shape and form
1: yeah which is so much nicer than how i interpreted the medical that he gave yes (laughs) because to me it was like hey we took this crazy criminal getting good care yeah we've put her in an insane asylum we also wiped her memory and then gave her this fake history that her dad is still an actor somewhere and he's alive and i just fine they would they wouldn't do that they like no They it, wouldn't do that but they didn't they didn't they never said they
0: did, not, did not say they, they did a that <laughs>
1: like he just said she remembers nothing which like it was like did you make her not remember
0: why doesn't she like that was pretty traumatic uh,
1: but i uh, i still i
0: maintain that she definitely like just was so she was fucked up to begin with i think like probably the moment moment like she realized that this man that she loved her dad was in fact this mass murderer because she obviously had found that out at some point that that's she what happened
1: knew, somehow. I don't yeah. know, older or yeah, I don't know,
0: but that that's like its own little trauma point in history. And everything that happened after that was probably just like compounding this initial trauma until her dad died right in front of her oh, in, yeah. in her arms. And I think she just like her brain couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. It's like, Meh.
1: at this point, Bones is like, you really liked her, didn't you? And Kirk's just, like, giving orders to somebody, like, off the screen. No. not important. <laughs> and Bones is like, hmm. hmm. Uh, so you're just not going to answer my question? And then he's like, warp factor one to, like, some guy on the bridge. And then Bones says, that's the an answer. Yeah, and, amazing. yeah. So that's it. That's it. The end. That's the end of the episode. Wherein we'll have the conscience of the king.
0: Hey friends, it is Sober Carrie and Sarah and we just want to thank you yet again for sitting through whatever just happened. I know that there was a lot of Shakespeare and I yeah. know that Sarah is actually a Shakespeare fan, and so that probably came up, I bet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well and and the fact that as a Shakespeare fan, even I found this boring should tell you something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I loved Macbeth until yeah. this episode. Until <laughs> he was
1: on Star Trek.
0: Uh, but so actually, things.
1: I I was pretty. I'm I'm excited with how it ended. I was excited to see Kevin Thomas Riley again. Like, mm-hmm. spoiler, guys, he's not coming back.
0: I'm sure we've already said that several yeah. times. We probably wept into our Cheerios about it because it's
1: really sad. It's
0: sad. That's um, the worst part yeah. of. Everything I've seen so far.
1: But what isn't sad is that you guys listened to the whole episode for us and and we thank you. Thanks, guys. (laughs) We hope you have a great couple weeks and live long and prosper.